Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. The 49ers get a big win against the Carolina Panthers. Start off their road trip, a two-game road trip, with a 37-15 to win over the Carolina Panthers. And what is up, Traffic? How's it going? Uh, what a performance. And it was an offense that, you know, has been uh, heavily scrutinized, but was able to get it done in the second half. They scored, and they scored uh, very convincingly. Of course, the defense helps along the way because the defense was very good as well. A couple of deep shots, one given up by Traverse Ward, one by Diamond Lenore, but overall a really good performance by the defense. I think the question marks really surround the special teams unit who gave up two kickoff returns that got to midfield. And then also, you know, a, a problem with a field goal that gets blocked. Um, there were just some issues there. So I think special teams is something they'll have to clean up and work on. Uh, but where one phase of the game wasn't working out well, the other ones picked it up, and that's what it's about. Complimentary football, working together to get a win, and the 49ers did it in this game. And and now they're sitting at 3-2. and two. They're over 500. They're in first place in the NFC West. you got to love where the 49ers are sitting and how exactly they're going about this season. Now, there are question marks about some of the players in the game with injuries, so if you guys get updates, let me know in the chat as well. Um, so... We'll, we'll keep updated on that. And what's up, everyone that's in? What's up, Marvin, Shooter, Brad, JLE, uh, Traffic? How's everyone doing? I hope you guys have really, really enjoyed the game. And Brad Jones says, this just in time for the Cardinals to miss a field goal. There you go. Alone in first, says JLE. Outright first place for the 49ers. So that is really good news. The 49ers are uh, in first place. And they had a lot of really good performers in this game. Jeff Wilson Jr., 
showed out again, over 100 yards rushing, broke a couple of really big runs. Kevin Coleman, everyone's favorite wink, right? Because uh, so many people struggle with it. I actually tweeted an hour before the game that I thought Tevin Coleman was going to spin today. And Tevin Coleman walks away with two touchdowns in this football game, one on a screen pass from Jimmy Garoppolo, the other on a toss at the end of the game around the outside where Jimmy almost falls down, flips in the ball, and he gets a touchdown. So it's Coleman and Jeff Wilson Jr. that are getting it done in the running back position. I don't know uh, how everyone's going to feel about that, but it was something the 49ers needed to do. And also, you know, they ran consistently at Brian Burns. That was something I talked about in my game plan episode that came out yesterday was run at Brian Burns. Uh, that was a place where you could be successful, and the 49ers took advantage of that. Um, but overall, a, a solid performance from the offense, a solid performance from the defense. But, you know, Jimmy Ward, what's the extent of his hand injury? Um, Emmanuel Mosley, knee, Bosa, uh, groin. I think those are going to be question marks moving forward. Hopefully, we get good news on most of those. With Jimmy Ward being a safety as well, um, potentially he could play with a club on his hand, or maybe it wasn't something... Super significant. We'll find out. Uh, and if you guys find out while I'm on live, let me know what's going on. Yeah, what's up, Siggy? Siggy's excited about being in first place. I love it. Um, and uh, yeah, Luke. Uh, Luke's been talking about Tevin Coleman being used. You were right, Luke. I told you, come back. Let me know, and I will give you all the props. I have no problems with that. Me and Luke were having a conversation a couple weeks ago when Tevin Coleman first got signed to the practice squad. I thought he was emergency only. He was not emergency only, and he's been getting a lot of play. He had himself a really big game, and you're right, Luke. Uh, so, yeah, I, I have no problems giving credit where credit is deserved. So there you go. And Marvin says, Ant, that pass from Jimmy G to Tevin Coleman throwing on his back foot. Wow. Uh, yeah, we're get we're he just threw it up. There was a free rusher coming from his his right side, and he threw it up. And Coleman went up and made a spectacular throw. Jimmy Garoppolo took a couple of those shots. Uh, he also had one deep down the field to Danny Gray. I know that didn't work out; it was double coverage. But then he also had the one where he threw back shoulder to Brandon Ayuk. I don't know what Ayuk's sight line was on that, but that easily could have been a catch as well. So Jimmy Garoppolo was taking some chances, throwing the football, locating receivers. He had, of course. Of uh, the one time where he missed the safety and threw it out there and it almost got intercepted, um, but it didn't. And after that, Jimmy played clean. And, and that's good news for the 49ers. When Jimmy's not turning over the football, they have a really, really good opportunity to win. Of course, Emmanuel Mosley's pick six couldn't have came at a better time. I mean, right there, I felt like the Panthers had gotten a little bit of momentum after the blocked field goal. And the 49ers took it all back on that series. Defensively, they stood up. Uh, Mosley doesn't, you know, let anything happen. He gets into the end zone. It was an absolutely fantastic, huge play uh, for the 49ers. Uh, Shooter says the Rams look really bad. Yeah, they're struggling against the Cowboys. That Cowboys defense, I think, is pretty good. So, um, yeah. Traffic says as good as the game was, can I just say how weird it was rooting for the Cowboys? Never want to do that again. It's tough. It's tough when you have teams that you rival against, you know, that you have to root for against another rival that you don't want to root for. Uh, so yeah, uh, Brad says, I have always loved Coleman. Don't know why he gets so much hate. He does. And it's just, I mean, there, people just for whatever reason don't like him and that's okay. Um, but he did really good. And JLE says the only injury I thought was really serious was E-Man. Then he started walking around on the sidelines. I was hopeful about that. When it comes to a knee though, I never know for sure. So I'm hoping it's something okay. I'm actually hoping it's like an ankle. Uh, Luke says, Ant, oh, well, you look at that one. 
Uh, to my side, I tried to tell y'all Coleman would be playing soon. Don't know why people act. I don't know Kyle being the Coleman has produced. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I have no problems giving props, uh, Luke. So don't worry about that. Um, yeah, I feel bad for Jimmy Ward too, getting the injured hand. Uh, that was not good. Ronnie Matoy says, hope Bosa and Mosley are okay, but we are first in the division. Yeah, and the good news is Jason Vrett continued to work before the game. He got work in. I saw watched a lot of video of that. So that's good news. Vrett is getting close. I think they were, would have loved to have been able to put Vrett in the nickel, but if something is wrong with Mosley and he needs to be away for a little bit of time, you can turn to Jason Vrett. That's one of the reasons you bring back a Vrett and I think it's important to remember that we have Jason Brett. Now, I think they want to ease him in. So if Mosley's not able to go, you're probably going to see either Ombre Thomas or Jean Lenore. My guess would be Lenore that goes out there and plays there, which means Womack goes to the nickel with him sprinkling in Verrett. Um, But we'll see. We will see. And then Brad says, and I can say these turf pitches suck. Only one injury today wasn't from the field. Yeah, it, it does, man. People get hurt. Uh, you know, and some of them are contact ones too, but it seems like more and more people are getting hurt uh, at this point in the game. I know players are faster, they're stronger, they're moving quicker. I think the cleats are a little bit different. It's all about light. It's all about, you know, keeping yourself, you know, moving forward faster. I think those things play into it too. Uh, Luke says, well, I want to see the Eagles lose. They got to beat the Cardinals for us. Cowboys took care of the Rams like I thought they would. Yeah, Cowboys are handling business right now. That's good. Uh, what's up, 49ers Faithful Forever? Says Bosa seemed like he got pulled for precaution. I think they're being careful. I mean, anytime it's a groin, you have to be careful. So even if he felt a twinge, especially after his brother had surgery on his, his brother, like four plays before the official he came out, had grabbed at his groin area, and he didn't come out, and he seriously hurt it. I'm sure that plays into the thought process. What I'm hoping is that he felt a little tweak. Uh, they're being precautious. They thought they could win the game without Bosa. So they decided to go ahead and, and take him out of the football game. That's what I'm hoping. Uh, we'll see if that comes to to light, and that's what it is. I'm hoping it's nothing serious um, because the, the defensive pass rush is a lot different without Nick Bosa out there. And uh, Luke Lunas says Bosa will be back, but, man, his brother out with the same injury. Yeah, it's a little interesting, kind of leery or eerie almost. Uh, Marvin Rose says, did any of you see the replay of the Brady sack? It was terrible. By the way, that was absolutely terrible. That was not a roughing the passer at all. Mr. Croy says, I have to eat some crow about Tevin Coleman. But remember, when someone said we lose a starter every game to injury, and, and someone laughed at me. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's what it feels like, though. It feels like we lose a, a starter every game. Uh, it's unfortunate. Uh, but that's why John Lynch built this roster the way he did. That's why he has depth all over the place. So you can roll in without your starting defensive tackles and still hold Carolina's run game at bay. That's why you can roll out there, you know, with the guys you have, you know, a, a backup linebacker like Oren Burks and still hold the run game at bay. It's fantastic the way they've built the team. And, you know, they they got to continue to work on it. But I think it's, you know, that's okay. We're going to get through these injuries. They're just like next man up. I like Kyle's attitude. It's like, what am I going to do? You know, and you see it all across the league. I mean, players are falling, you know, falling like flies. Um, they might need to relook at how these guys practice and stuff. I mean, it's just the way it is. They've taken a lot of the contact out of it. So uh, Shooter says, Debo dropping uh, the, those passes. I feel like he was nervous playing in front of his family. The one over the middle, which seemed the most egregious, uh, he just looked to run run before he caught the ball. 
So the ball was coming to him, and he just looked to see where the defender was because he knew if he made that catch and got past that defender, it was Ram stuff again, right? He's going to have all that open field to be able to create. So he took a, a peek, and that's why uh, Jerry Rice used to catch you know hundreds of balls a day, and he would catch them and look them away. Uh, the securing the catch is the most important thing. You know, you want to catch the ball and get upfield, but you start turning that head, you take your you know eye off the ball for a second. It's an incomplete pass. I'm sure him playing in front of his you know home crew, he wanted to make things happen as well. And the Panthers came out with a pretty unique game plan to try to take him away. Of course, I was watching the game, you know, with uh, my dad and Warren, and um, we were all sitting there. And I said, he's going to figure it out. You know, he's going to find a way to get Debo the ball. Kyle Shanahan will figure it out. And pretty soon, sure enough, they figured out a way to get him the ball. They went to George Kittle early, uh, started mixing in some screen passes to take some of the pressure off of this offensive line as guys were flying upfield. Overall, it was a pretty good game plan from Kyle Shanahan. What's up, Paul? How's it going? Welcome to chat. Marvin says, how about the crowd chanting Debo, Debo? You got to love it. There was a lot of 49er fans there. A lot of 49er fans there. So uh, I was definitely excited about that. What's up, David Campbell? How's it going? Uh, yeah, the Niners experience. Another game, another couple injuries, another win, um, and another great defensive performance. I mean, the defense looked really good. The only thing that was different this time was the offense held up their bargain and to me, this just, I mean, where we're at, this was the second best defense the 49ers have played this year behind the Denver Broncos. Uh, they were missing a couple of starters, a few starters actually, including Xavier Rhodes, uh, Jeremy Chin, um, also the out, the linebacker, uh, Julu. Those guys are really good, and they were missing those guys. So, um, but I want to take in perspective that the 49ers are also always missing guys too. So it's one of those things where, um, these guys are, are really good teams and they're playing really good teams. Uh, JLE saying JV to nickel. I, I would have said, I agree with you, JLE about Jason Brett going to nickel. I thought that was the case, but if Mosley's not going to be back right away, don't know. Luke Linus says, and I do want Mac brought up to speed ASAP. Yeah. He was an inactive today. Um, they're going to have to make a decision with Kev Tevin Coleman. Yeah, uh, they got, uh, TDP's getting close. Then they got Tevin Coleman, who's already been elevated twice. The way he played today, I'm guessing he ends up on the active roster, which means the 49ers have to make a decision with their running back room. I wonder if Marlon Mack ends up being an odd man out and gets cut. Uh, I, I don't want to speak that into existence because I've always wanted Marlon Mack with the team, but he's been with the 49ers for a few weeks now. He's got zero carries. He's got zero opportunities besides special teams. So I just don't know. You know, I, I don't know what is going to happen with Marlon Mack, but it looks like uh, Tevin Coleman might be here to stay because he played pretty well. Kyle feels comfortable with him being out there. And I, I think that when it comes down to it, when Kyle's comfortable, then you're going to get playing time. Brad Jones says, as long as Brett doesn't need to come back next week, as we have to play an, on another turf. Uh, Yeah, it's tough, right? You have to play at the Atlanta in Atlanta on turf. That might not be the one they really want him to play at. I'm sure they'd rather him play against Kansas City at home. I'm guessing that would be good, but then you would go to SoFi. So uh, that's the thing. Turf fields are just all over the place right now. It's crazy. Uh, 49ers Faithful Forever says, do you, do you think Brunskill coming in for Banks is injury or bad play related? Um, I wonder if it's just to get him time. So this this week, Chris Furster talked about getting Daniel Brunskill uh, reps at right guard and left tackle. So they've been doing a rotation with Daniel Brunskill at right guard. But I'm sorry, at, at right guard and left guard. And they wanted to get him reps at the left guard as well. So I think it could be as simple as they saw the way the game was going. Uh, they had already rotated Burford out. Burford and Brunskill have been rotating. Now you move to left guard 
and go that direction and let him play over there to get those reps. I think it could be as simple as that. I'm hoping it's not an injury because Banks was playing pretty well overall. I thought he did good. He helped push Jeff Wilson Jr. into the end zone, which that was one of my favorite plays of the game. I thought that was fun. Yeah, Brad saying just waiting for the Kyle's conference start for an update. I appreciate that, Brad. I'll be paying attention to what you say in chat. Uh, Mr. Corey says Bosa should sit out Atlanta with the bye afterwards. It all depends. Now, Atlanta's offense struggled a little bit against Tampa Bay, but I mean, their their offense is no joke. It's not exactly the game you want to not have uh, defensive edge guys. If you give Marcus Murray enough time, they're going to make plays now. They're hurting without Cordero Patterson. But they still have, you know, weapons on the offensive side of the ball. Paul says our depth was awesome. Kamiko uh, Ture was even in the in there and playing well. Kamiko Ture got some snaps today, so I was ex I was excited about that. Um, JLE says Falcons wide receivers. Do we need JV? Nah, um, no. But they have some guys. I mean, they, they continue to make plays. They continue to score points. Uh, where Carolina's defense was good, Atlanta's uh, is pretty good. So we'll see. Um. Four yards classic. Second straight game, the defense with a pick six. You gotta love that coming from the defense. You gotta love when they're making plays. Uh, Luke Luna says, what's new? Uh, Debo drops passes to lead the league last year. Makes up for with extra effort. Yeah, he's gonna drop some passes. And I think you live with it because he has explosive plays that make up for it. Uh, Brandon, you had some good plays today as, as well. I thought the four yards spread the ball around pretty good. Uh, Kyle Juszczyk with one heck of a stiff arm on the screen pass to get a huge third down. Dewan Jennings caught it, made a couple big catches, a couple big runs. Uh, he looked good as well. It was it was all hands on deck for the 49ers. All of them were really making plays. Brad says, you notice they hooked Banks for Brunskill after the two-point holding call. It could have been because of that. Um, I would normally say you don't do it for disciplinary reasons on a penalty like that. Um, normally you do it because you want to rotate someone in. Uh, but if it is that, I'm okay with that. What's up, Cyrus? How's it going? Welcome to chat. Uh, JLE says Burford was in and out all game. Yeah, and I think that's what they did. Banks had gotten all the reps. So they just went ahead and put Brunskill over there because I know they want Brunskill to get right guard and left guard reps because uh, he told them he didn't feel as comfortable playing left guard. And he also didn't feel as comfortable. He didn't feel comfortable enough to play left tackle. So those are things that they have to work on. So let's see. So uh, Jimmy Ward broken hand. Um, so we, at least now we know what's up with Jimmy Ward and they can put him on IR and bring him off again. That is allowed. You can go on two times if they decide to go there. They could also build a club and they could go out there and play with a club on. Um, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what they end up doing. I, I would guess they're just going to leave him as inactive. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, at least says Tevin Kyle's old crutch Coleman. Yeah. I mean, but if it works, right. Um, Marvis says the groin will heal because it's a tight groin. That is good news. Uh, Brad Jones says Mosley being tested for a possible ACL. That is bad news. Hopefully it comes back negative. We don't want that. We don't want to lose Mosley for the year. That would be that would be frustrating. Uh, WTM says that W felt very good on both sides. Who gets the game ball today? Good question. Um, I think you could give the game ball to a, a few players. Um, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo did pretty good. Uh, Tevin Coleman had a good game. Jeff Wilson Jr. ran like crazy. I think those guys, uh, Emmanuel Mosley with the pick six, he could easily get a game ball. So, I mean, it was overall a just tremendous performance by a lot of different players. Fred Warner was big in the run-stopping area, and him and Dre Greenlaw did a good job of tracking down Christian McCaffrey in the passing game the entire game. So I just thought a lot of guys made a, a lot of really good plays in this football game. Um, yeah, I did not see... Uh, 
Jimmy Ward get hurt. That was not something I saw. So uh, what it wasn't, you know, kind of abreast of that. Uh, SL says, Niners defense looked tired at times, but great job nonetheless. Yeah, and the offense actually put together some pretty good drives. That's good news because you need to be able to, you know, keep the clock going, uh, move the chains and keep your, your defense off the field. I thought they did a pretty good job. WTM says, yo, Coach Ant, how proud of our injured offensive line? Yeah, they're doing pretty good. That's the... That's the good news. Uh, the offensive line is hanging in there. You know what I mean? And and they got young guys that are producing. Um, Jalen Moore, yeah, he got beat by Brian Burns, but overall he played pretty good. Uh, to me, it was a success. Now, I mean, the film, you know, we'll see what it is. But uh, Jimmy stood in that pocket. Jimmy had a pocket, and he climbed it a few times. Uh, you got to give credit to Jimmy. I mean, he took some shots. That throw he threw uh, down the field to Tevin Coleman, I mean, he got absolutely mollywhopped. Uh, and he still made the play. So I give a lot of credit to him. And the offensive line did a, a really good job of standing tough. And Jalen Moore rebounded from the Broncos. You know, he looked better against the Rams. And he played a lot better now. So uh, very proud of Jalen Moore's success. And got to give a lot of credit to Chris Forster and his staff for continuing to working with these guys and getting them better. So that's good. Um, David Campbell says he's back to Jimmy Hospital Ward. Oh, no. Oh, no, David. Hopefully not. Mr. Corey says, extend Jawan Jennings now. I, I would love to get that. Uh, Paul says, Jimmy was missing quite a few uh, people behind. Yeah, that happens. I mean, I mean, Jimmy does throw the ball behind. He missed Debo a little bit. He threw it behind him on the RPO. That was a problem. Um, the throw to George Kittle, I, I'm sure people will say he threw it behind, but I think he actually saw the defender coming from this side. So you're taught, if you have the opening, uh, throw it and protect your receiver. So sometimes when you see... Uh, balls over the middle that are thrown behind. It's not always because of a timing issue, but because they're trying to protect the receiver. And I think he was trying to protect George Kittle from the safety that was screaming in from this side. He had Shaq Thompson behind, but he had a little bit more room. I think that's one of the plays where, you know, you see the pass behind and you might think, oh no, Jimmy's making a bad throw, but really it was a good throw to protect uh, George Kittle. Brad Jones says, Robbie Gold knee contusion. Well, I mean, those things can linger and it's on his is uh you know kicking leg that's not good but at least it's nothing serious so i think he'll be back eventually yeah and marvin's right special teams needs to prevent robbie gold from getting hurt two returns in a row uh, in a row to midfield that's unacceptable and there's no way brian snyder's going to be happy about that his special teams have played really good until this week and then they had some mistakes and they're gonna have to fix those mistakes so i'm sure they'll go to the drawing board they'll work things out and and they'll get this thing figured out. Uh, but, you know, you're going to have one area of your team. If it's a consistent thing where your special team struggles, then you've got, you know, you've got to figure something out in a bigger way. But if it's just here and there, you kind of, you understand that those uh, ebbs and flows are going to happen through the year and you just rebound. Um, but they're going to have to tighten some stuff up for sure. Uh, and yeah, Marvin says he should not be making tackles. Yeah, I never want to see Robbie Gold making tackles, but he did probably prevent two touchdowns from happening which is, is crazy to think. Daly says Burns was playing like a knoll out there. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I'm a huge fan of Brian Burns. I, I did think running at Burns was the part of the game plan. They did that. Uh, Burns is not as good against the run, but he's pretty good against the pass. I thought he played really well. And overall, I thought the Carolina Panthers defense played tough, but the 49ers offense executed when they needed to, and the defense got him a couple of short fields, which helped with the scoring as well. SL Million, if the if the receivers didn't drop those throws, Jimmy would have looked more elite. That Ayuk pass was accurate. Um, I thought the Ayuk pass could have been caught too. I'm curious to see what 
if if anything comes out of it about what Ayuk says about it. Um, because I think this is the second one of the year where he's went tried to go back shoulder to Ayuk, and Ayuk wasn't really able to locate it. So um, maybe they need to work on that that throw and that chemistry a little bit more. But I'm glad to see Jimmy taking a chance and making that throw. That's not something he always did in the past. So it's kind of nice to see it happen. Mike Thompson said, what's the word on Mosley? Uh, so what I've been told by Brad Jones, who's uh, paying attention, uh, if it says Mosley is getting tested for an ACL. So they're going to check his ACL. Hopefully nothing serious. Hopefully it's a negative on the ACL uh, and he's going to be okay. Uh, Big Birdie says, honestly, no matter where you throw it, as long as it's near Debo, he has a shot of catching it. He has great hands. Yeah, I mean, he he does drop balls, uh, Big Bird. He does drop footballs, but when he catches them, he's absolutely dangerous. So you keep throwing him the football for sure. Brad Jones says, if Mosley's done for the season, are we bringing back Josh Norman? Absolutely not. Josh Norman and Brian Allen can never play for the 49ers roster again. Um, no, uh, that's not happening. Luckily, the 49ers roster, we have Samuel Womack, Diarmo Lenore, Ombre Thomas, Jason Verrett are all guys who could play opposite of Charvarius Ward. I think that is where you're looking at being right now. Um, but yeah, no, no, no Josh Norman. WTM says, what's the odd Verrett will be back next week? I would say highly probable because if it's the point where you're worried about an ACL for Emmanuel Mosley, if in, even if it's not an ACL, you're probably going to need somebody else, you know, to step in and, and help out that secondary. They also still have Dante Johnson, so they could still ease back uh, Jason Verrett. So maybe everyone's going to get to see a little bit of number 27. We'll see how that goes. Uh, David Campbell with the the chat of the day about Matt Ariaza. No, no Matt Ariaza. Get out of here. Oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> Brad just said they're more worried it is an ACL than it isn't. Mostly they'll know when because the MRI. Uh, it is an ACL, then it isn't. That's not good. That's not a good update, uh, Brad Jones. So hopefully that is not the case at all. Uh, we don't want it to be an ACL. We don't want to lose Emmanuel Mosley for the year. Um, yeah, SL Million says it's official. Jawan is a third down king. He makes big plays on third down. I mean, the guy makes it happen when you need it to, right? It's kind of that uh, Hendrick Bourne type role. Hendrick was always making those plays for the 49ers. And and now it's a it's it's uh Jawan Jennings. Now Jawan Jennings is more exciting than Kendrick Bourne with the ball in his hands after the play happens because Jawan Jennings breaks tackles and and he he rumbles and powers through things where Bourne would kind of get tackled at the point. He would just make the you know, the catch at the play. Um, but yeah, they're very similar that way. Jawan makes plays at the biggest moments when you need him to make it. And I think that's really, really important. And if you're watching right now and you haven't had the chance, go ahead and hit the like button. I'd really appreciate it. It goes to help the content a lot. It'll trigger the algorithm, and I really appreciate your help with that. Big Bird says, how happy are you? Wilson's running, especially averaging seven yards a carry today. Very excited. you know. And I've been a, a huge proponent of Jeff Wilson Jr. I've, I've really enjoyed his work ever since training camp. I've been telling people, like, he looked good. You know, he looked explosive. And, you know, a lot of people thought he was going to get released. I was not one of those guys. Um, and he's proven it right now. I mean, the guy's going out there and playing at a high level. And that's good news. The 49ers needed him with Elijah Mitchell out. And he stepped up. So I think the 49ers are excited about his potential and, you know, how he's playing. And I'm sure he is, too, because he's probably earning himself some money in the offseason. Um, so, I mean, I want to continue to see him roll and, and do a really good job. Brad just says, I don't want Brett back next week because of the turf field in Atlanta. I get what you're saying, Brad, but at some point, right, he's going to be on turf. He's going to have 
He comes back at Kansas City. That's one home game on grass. And then they're to SoFi. So, uh, you know, turf is coming your way because, you know, the week after that, you're on a bye, then you're back at SoFi. So you don't really have a lot of choices with, with Verrett. And I think they might need him. Unless you want to go Diamond, I mean, I'm sorry, go Dante Johnson. You could do that. Um, and then Mr. Court said, I'd rather watch Womack over Lenore. Uh, it depends. I mean, right, Lenore beat him out. Lenore's the better, I mean, outside corner from what I've seen so far. Yeah, he's gotten the most work. So I just want the best guy. I don't care who it is. I just want the best guy out there, whoever they deem, you know, that player is. Mike Thompson says, Rhett didn't look very good before the game. Looks like he needs more time. Well, that okay. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate that. So he was testing it out. So maybe Verrett's not. Uh, Kyle said Verrett was good to go. They were just mainly work, worried about his, you know, working him back in. But if he doesn't look good, then that's not a good sign. And it's probably going to take, you know, more time to get him back. Um, but we'll see what happens there as if we can get him back or not. Um, and when that happens, I, I'm not sure. Sorry, guys. Playing a little defense here, real quick. Uh, But I really appreciate, you know, that that thought that thought and that breakdown, Mike, on Jason Verrett. Um, because, you know, I saw the video, but I just saw him running. Um, so I didn't get to see him making any breaks and all that. So I know he did get a, another full day of work when they did walkthroughs on Friday. I thought that was good news as well. SL says, as much as I don't like Baker, he played a lot better than last time we played him. It was all about getting the ball out quick. I mean, that's kind of been Baker's MO the last couple of weeks. It's just throw the ball really quick. Um, it, when he holds on to the ball, that's when he makes mistakes. So overall, that was the game plan for him. And uh, I thought they did a pretty good job at it. The 49ers were willing to tackle underneath, and, and that really helped them. WTM says, Coleman signing and productivity will push back Jordan Mason from getting any snaps this season. It could. I mean, Kyle Shanahan kind of hinted that the fact he doesn't really trust Jordan Mason without the ball in his hands. Uh, there's so much other things you have to do as a running back, including protections and everything like that. So... Yeah, I think I think you got to continue to you know get better at those areas. And right now he feels more comfortable with Coleman. I want to see Jordan Mason run the ball just like anyone else, but I uh, also don't want him to whiff on a block or make a mistake, you know, and get another player hurt. So I'm sure that's what they're going to continue to do. And Marvin Rose loved Jennings rack run after catch. You got to love it. Luke Luna says Ward can play in the cast. He's a great tackler. Uh, he can get a pass breakup. You just don't count on an interception with a cast. Yeah, exactly a lot more difficult but if he elects to do so um i mean maybe he could still play i mean it's a possibility for sure brad jones said kyle already said more than likely thomas or womack to replace mosley that makes sense uh by the way he is the only trent bulky draft choice left on the niners interesting um loose's aunt i'm back hi tcc good game today i've been all over you aunt about more but yeah he did have an epiphany today good job to him it's it's one of those things where you drafted a guy um, and he's only in his second year and he's a fifth round pick, you know? And I mean, that's the thing you, these guys, they, they got, they need work and he struggled against Denver. I mean, he struggled worse than I ever thought, but I went back and watched week 10 last week or last year, you know, and it was last week that I broke it down and he, he played pretty good against the Rams, you know? And so it showed that he had that potential. And when someone shows it in the game already, it's not like that just suddenly goes away. It's just like something, what was going on? What was the reason he was struggling? And I think the moment, I don't think he was prepared for it. I, I think you always want it. They always tell you as a backup, stay prepared. You never know when your number is going to get called. Uh, but when Trent Williams is in front of you, sometimes you don't think your number is going to get called. 
And Trent Williams went down in that Denver Broncos game, and he never thought he was going in. And then he went in there, and he just wasn't ready for the moment. He hadn't done the right preparation. And, you know, I'm sure coaches got on him a little bit. And ever since he did, uh, he's looked a lot better. So, I mean, young guys got to learn these lessons. So, but welcome back, Lou. Uh, glad to have you back as always. SL Million says, great day. We win, and everyone in our division lost. Let's hope we get more days like this. Yeah, let's hope all the days are like this. 49ers win, everyone else loses, uh, extend the lead, get the division victories. That way we can make the playoffs. I love it. So yeah, that's what we want, SL. You're right. We want more of that. Biggie says, was Mason even dressed? Yeah, Mason was active today. He was helping on special teams, but he did not get any carries. It was Marlon Mack that was the running back that was inactive. So they had three running backs, tailbacks, his juice is active, but that were active. And that was Coleman, Jeff Wilson Jr., and Jordan Mason, but Mason did not touch the ball. Uh, David Campbell says, "What wasn't Armstead a bulky draft pick too? Yes, I believe he was. Yeah, Dave, uh, I thought he, yeah, Armstead was a Trent bulky draft pick. Uh, okay, but Marvin said he was drafted by McLuhan. That makes sense. Okay. Um, it could have been McLuhan. McLuhan left, McLuhan left in 2000, was it 2009 or 2010? And McLuhan left. I think it was 2010, and that's when um, when Balky officially took over. Uh, Golden Dragon says head coach Matt Rule needs one more run after this, uh, or more rum after this game. He needs something, and uh, you know Matt Rule, he's in danger of of losing his job here pretty soon. The team is underperforming. They've got some good talented players at, at some positions, including wide receiver, um, but it hasn't translated to the field. You know, and the 49ers did a really good job of of preventing them from really getting going, which, you know, it, it was it was a good performance from the defense. The defense and D'Eco Ryans, once again, schemed it up, you know, to keep them kind of out of it, uh, keep Carolina's offense, you know, struggling. They weren't able to consistently move the ball. You know, the Warriors were holding them to field goals. Once again, you know, bending but not breaking. Uh, they did have get the one touchdown. It was after the, the special team's uh, kick return gaffe, you know, that lets them get to midfield. They end up getting the big play, from Christian McCaffrey, we're going to get to the sideline and then breaks back across the middle and scores the touchdown. Great run by Christian McCaffrey. You're not going to be able to hold them out all that time when you give them those short fields. And that's what the special teams did. And it ended up costing the defense there. But, you know, overall, I thought they played pretty good and I was excited about it. Marvin Rose says McLuhan was fired because he got drunk at the NFL trials in Indianapolis. That's true. WTM said we had a 31 point offense today. How can we maintain that short, that sort of offense going forward? It's just about execution, and that's what it was about today. They executed when they, you know, in certain situations where they needed to, they converted on third down. They didn't turn over the ball a lot. George Kittle did have the the fumble. They were able to get, you know, off the field without letting any points happen from that. But that's what it's about. Don't turn over the ball. Execute your plays. Convert on third down. If you do that, you're going to score some points. Kyle Shanahan's going to figure things out. You also have George Kittle getting more healthy. You have kind of the emergence of the way that they're handling each one of these wide receivers. I think the only um, two wide receivers without a catch right was Ray Ray and Danny Gray, but Brandon Ayuk, uh, Debo Samuel, Jawan Jennings, the big three, they made plays. They got the running backs involved. They got Kyle Juszczyk involved again for a big third down reception. It's not a lot, uh, but you know, at times you had, because of formation and personnel groupings, you had Kyle Juszczyk out wide being guarded by J.C. Horn, like, that's the matchups that you're looking for. That means there's a mismatch somewhere else. That's what you're trying to find. I thought Kyle Shanahan's been doing a really good job with that. 
He's been designing really good run plays. They have an excellent thing going right now, and it was good to see the offense finally flowing today against a pretty good defense, the number 12 as far as DVOA in the entire league, and be able to score points. That's a good sign going forward because next week's Atlanta team, not very good on defense. The 49ers should be able to move the ball, should be able to score points, and they might need to if this defense is suffering a lot of injuries. So it's something to remember as we continue to move forward. And that's what Mike Thompson is saying right here. That Carolina defense is damn good. They're really good. A very exciting team overall to watch. So uh, the actually, Mr. Corey McGluin's last draft, the Anthony Davis uh, Upati draft, I believe um, Trent Balky took over that draft during the draft process. Um, so that was actually Trent Balky that I believe made those moves. Um, JLE says, young and talented Panthers team just missing some players at some key positions. They're probably going to get a new head coach to go with a new quarterback next year. Uh, both of their veteran quarterbacks are going to be free agents in the offseason, so they're going to make some changes right there. And then Marvin says, you're right, Mr. Corey. Bulky actually made a good choice in Armstead. Uh, I, I like overall the 49ers defense. They went in this game without interior two defensive tackles and still played Pretty, pretty darn well, which is a good sign. Um, now they got to go beat the Atlanta Falcons. You know, they're going to stay in West Virginia. They're going to work and try to get everything together. They're going to try to overcome these injuries. Hopefully nothing serious with Bosa. Hopefully the injury to Emmanuel Mosley comes back negative and Mosley's not out for a significant amount of time. What's up, Shylock? Welcome to chat. Says Jimmy G cooked up another dub. Yeah, 40 yards got the win. Jimmy Garoppolo uh, helps the 40 yards get another win. He made some key throws. He threw some touchdown passes. You know, and even the, the failed two-point conversion, well, it wasn't failed, but uh, penalty-wise, it gets called back. It was a great throw and catch from Jimmy G to Brandon Ayuk. So that was at least exciting. You could continue to see the development there. It was nice. And Shylock says Jimmy G was at the shooting range today. I like your thinking overall, Shylock. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, the 49ers were executing at a high level. And... That's what you like to see. I mean, they needed this offense to go ahead and produce, and they did produce. And, you know, that's the thing. It's not every week. It's not going to be, you know, the, the the defense can't do it every week. The special teams can't do it every week. But what you need is each one of those levels to stand up and play well and, and overcome some of the obstacles that one of the other levels is facing. And if you come to the right, right situation and all three levels work out really well, that's how you get blowout victories. So... The 49ers are working towards that. They're not a finished product. There's a lot of work to be done. There's players they still need to get back. And, of course, there's always going to be injuries. But the 49ers are built to overcome those injuries. And let's see how they end up overcoming those. And what's up, Jess? Welcome to chat. Uh, Mike says, missing three starting D linemen is still at six sacks. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah, some of the stunts that they did at the end, uh, Demetrius Flanagan Fowles got a sack. I think Tayshawn Gibson got a sack, which was really, really fun. Uh, so the four years are getting it done. I think I was trying to remember who else got a sack. I think Ebucom got one where uh, you know the the quarterback fell right before the sticks. Uh, Mr. Corey says bulky drafted Armstead and Buckner in back to back drafts. Pretty good. Uh, Luke says like uh, the video faithful share. Love what we got that dub. Thanks so much, Luke, for that. Really appreciate it. Um, SL says that pick six was the play of the game. Second week defense makes the play of the game. It was at a pivotal time. Absolutely pivotal time. Uh, because they they needed you know a, a play right there after the block field goal and they got it done and you know it's one of those things where you get a little bit of pressure from the interior defensive line 
Ball gets airmailed over the top of Christian McCaffrey. Mosley's there, and Mosley doesn't leave it up to the offense. He goes and takes it to the house. It was a great run back. Really enjoyed that play right before the half. Mr. Corey says, my boy Banks wiped out Jimmy G's TD run and his two-point conversion. Yeah, what's up with that? I mean, J Jimmy could have accounted for more points, right? Ugh. So Joel is saying, per Kyle, Mosley has a torn ACL. Um, I was hearing earlier that they said they thought it was, but they were going to do an MRI. Let me know if that is for sure, Joel. Is it a for sure torn ACL? Or was Kyle hinting that they thought it was a torn ACL? They were going to do an MRI. I'm just curious. Um, KNDR says he's lurking in chat. That's always fun. Uh, always love to think about Caleb lurking around. Uh, yeah. Let's see. David Campbell says, Ryan, Ryan's dialing up some creative uh, B stuff. Hey, he wonder if he'll ever be able to keep it up after the injuries. Yeah, he's coming up with some stuff right now. I mean, he's going to have to. This is one of the jobs of a coach, especially in the NFL, is to overcome the injuries you know, that come your way. And there's some of them that are tougher than ever to get through. And what's up, Gary? Welcome to chat that are tougher to get through. And you just have to keep navigating through those. And what you're hoping is you have key players at certain positions that help you get better. The good news is, is you're going to have some guys coming back as other guys go out. But hopefully it becomes a balance. And then you hope at some point before you get to the playoffs, you get everyone back. Uh, but it's a war of attrition out there. It's not easy. You're going to lose players. Hopefully you're going to be able to bring players back. But it's all about getting the right players at the right times to play and to execute. And so I think that is a goal for this 49ers team is to continue to get those guys, bring them in, and have them make plays. Uh, so, yeah, D'Amico's going to have to figure it out, but I thought he's done a fantastic job. D'Amico Ryans has been a crazy good defensive coordinator this year. Absolutely fantastic. I've, I've been excited to watch everything he's come up with, the disguises and coverage, the blitz packages, uh, the way when he runs certain zone coverages, when he runs man, he has been pulling all the right strings. He understands his talent at a high level. He's done really, really good. And then uh, Mr. Corey says, no, he fears it's a torn ACL. Nothing confirmed. Thank you for that. Wanted to, to make sure we were on the same page still. CDC Savage says, I was at the game. 80% Niner fans at 20% of Panther fans. That is fantastic. I did see a lot of empty seats too, SDC. So uh, 49er fans packing the place out. It was evident a couple of times with Debo chance, with Juice chance. Uh, so that's fantastic. Well done to the 49ers faithful for showing up and helping their, their team out. That's big time. Love to see it for sure. I don't think anyone travels better in the league than 49er fans. 49er fans all over the place. John Chapman and his uh, rush road trips are doing fantastic. It's it's good to see that the, the faithful are coming together and making it difficult for these other teams. And uh, we just got to keep it up the rest of the year. You know, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, just keep rooting for this team. Keep pushing for them. SL says, love how healthy and fresh Jimmy is looking. It's almost the exact opposite this year with Matt Stafford. Yeah, Jimmy is probably going to get healthier and healthier as long as he doesn't take any bad shots because he even talked about his shoulder still not all the way there. So, I mean, he could potentially start throwing better and better. Hopefully that happens. Uh, healthy Jimmy is good for the 49ers. We need Jimmy to be healthy this year. We don't have a tray. You know what I mean? So it's it's going to be important to keep Jimmy healthy, keep him safe, keep him upright. Mr. Corey says, love Mosley, but he's hurt every year. It, and, you know, that was something Kyle talked about. He's finally gotten healthy. So this is kind of frustrating. He actually made a really great play, too, to knock the ball away. It's unfortunate the way things happen. Those plays happen, you know, those are bang-bang plays. You you see them all the time in the NFL. You don't expect someone to get hurt, uh, but he ends up getting hurt on the play. It, it stinks. Shylock says, D'Amico needs an extension. 
highest paid uh, defensive coordinator. I would, yeah, I'm with you on that as well. I want to see him get an extension. I want to see him get paid. Um, we we don't want him anywhere near another team, but more than likely, that's what's going to happen, right? He's going to end up on an on another team as a head coach. Any, you know, and he does he kind of deserves to to get that job, get that opportunity. And thanks so much, Luke, for the super chat. Um, really, really appreciate it. Share with love. We got the dub of always awesome, Luke. Thank you so much for the two dollar super chat. I really, really appreciate that. And thank you, everyone, for already taking the time to like the video up to 32 likes. I really appreciate the support. It means a lot to the channel. So thank you. Definitely really cool. And Frank says, Aunt Aloha. Uh, what is up, Frank? How's it going? I hope you're having a good one out there in Hawaii. Always good when you come into chat. Always good when you. I, I see your uh, stuff that you say and comments. I always either laugh or something that's very, very uh, intelligent. So usually it's a laugh always fun um for your focus is on my way home from the heathen yeah heathen is where gary goes to watch games i'm sure it was going crazy there gary i hope you had a good time enjoying a 49ers win and soothing sound says why doesn't jimmy get praise he deserves though um i think he deserves some praise you know i mean there's some plays where he 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 makes some really good plays I don't know for sure. I'm kind of like this. If D if Jimmy plays good, I want to give him praise. If Jimmy plays bad, I want to, you know, be critical of his play. I think that's just kind of how I am. But yeah, Jimmy played good today. Jimmy did a good job managing this offense, getting him into the right plays and executing the offense. So, I mean, I thought he avoided some pressure, made some good throws. And I mean, that's good news for the Niners. It really is. This, of course, says D'Amico might be the Panthers next coach. Uh, if if I had to guess, I think the Panthers go offensive mind coach again because I think they're going to get a young quarterback. And drafting a young quarterback, you need someone that can develop him. Just an opinion, but you're right. It could be D'Amico Ryans. With that defense, they could be pretty good. Golden Dragon, Jimmy G threw a nice wobbler deep to Danny Gray. It was the it was wobbler. It was it wasn't great. Uh, it took the shot though. So uh, John Paul says honestly, why was E Man still in the game? It was interesting. Uh, John Paul. Right, the series before, Deomero Lenore was playing corner and Emmanuel Mosley was out. And everyone on Twitter's like, hey, why isn't E-Man out there? You know, what's going on? And I kind of thought they had subbed him out. I figured they were giving Lenore time at the outside corner spot and they were giving Samuel Womack time in the nickel. And then when the play went deep down the field, Mosley was in. I was like, oh, well, there's Mosley. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know for sure why he was in. I, I, I don't exactly understand. I was hoping he wouldn't be in, but... He was, and he got hurt, and it's it's unfortunate. It really is. Frank says, the conflict tension between Kyle and Jimmy and his public communication may yield a sweeter fruit than we could have imagined. Kyle and Jimmy working it out. Let's hope so. Let's really hope so. Um, I'm hoping that they, they stay on the same page. He said they're speaking, the, Jimmy said they're speaking the same language now. That's good. Anytime your quarterback is seeing the same way that your, your head coach is seeing it, I think that's really nice. And that's when you're really going to start making plays. And today was going to be interesting um, because of the fact that you had so much post-snap movement um, from this Panthers team. Uh, Pre-snap reads weren't just going to get it done. So uh, thank you so much for Soothing Sounds Super Chat. Really appreciate it. Cutback always has been great insight. And uh, even the format of addressing all comments, keep it up. Thank you so much, Soothing Sounds. Yeah, I, I really appreciate the support. It means a lot to the channel. Um, and yeah, of course, I love interacting with everyone, reading the comments, getting into what you guys have to think. 
I think it's a lot of fun to get a perspective from the 49ers faithful, and then we can have a fun conversation. I think the conversation needs to be one way. I like having multiple opinions, and then you get to see kind of how everyone's seeing it. Uh, Mr. Corey says, I gave him a B-plus in this game. Pretty good. And Shylock says, Jimmy G even running between the tackles. It was a great run. I mean, he found the end zone. Unfortunately, there's a holding call that calls it back, but it doesn't negate the fact we saw Jimmy Garoppolo create with his legs, which he can do from time to time. John Paul says, special teams, not good coverage units, and Ray Ray, not a great returner. Yeah, the special teams did not show up today in the in the um, the kickoff coverage unit. You know, I mean, it really didn't. And it's kind of surprising. They've done a pretty good job so far in that area. I also thought Samuel Womack kind of touched the ball a little bit early on one they could have kneeled, you know, could have got inside the five. But, I mean, those that one was where, you know, me being picky. Uh, but you're right. They got to step it up in some of those areas. Marvin says, watching some of these talking heads like Chris Sims, he does not like Jimmy G, could cure cancer, and they could still find something wrong. Yeah, I mean, right? That's just, is with Jimmy G, talking negative about him uh, gets you a lot of attention. Talking positive about him gets you a lot of attention. Uh, being, you know, somebody that just is observing and just comments on exactly what they see one way or the other usually doesn't. So that's just kind of how it goes. Luke says, Ant, it will be a travesty if Mac doesn't see the field. Him and Coleman can run outside Don Wilson between the tackles. I would love to see it. I would love to see Marlon Mack get a carry, but I just haven't been able to see it yet. Warren, what's up, Warren Brown? Warren is uh, from Cover 2. So if you guys have watched Cover 2 on the channel, War, that's what Warren is on. Says, gotta love Jimmy taking a shot downfield. We need more of that and more of Danny Gray. It is nice to see it. And what it does is it makes everyone think, oh, well, they can take that shot. You know, and if Jimmy completes something like he did to Tevin Coleman, then they have to change the way they play defense. But right now, Kyle's scheming it up to take advantage of what Jimmy does well. So far, it's working. Rich says, what's up, everyone? How's it going, Rich? Welcome to chat. John Paul says, Jennings' play were huge, absolutely huge. Him and Kyle Juszczyk's third down conversions were monstrous in this game. Big time plays. So those are really, really good. So you're right. Jennings was huge. Soothing sounds. The special teams will correct. We'll be fine. They've proved it for the rest of the season. Yes, Brian Snyder's such a good special teams coach. He's going to fix this. Um, you know, whenever you have injuries and you start having other guys start, it can impact your special teams. I don't know if they elected to take Oren Burks off of some of their special teams units with him starting at linebacker today. They could have. That could change. A lot of times you'll just go back to it like, you know what? We can't have these guys not start. Uh, it was last year the same sort of thing happened. You pulled some of those guys that were normally big-time special teamers off the field because they were starting in other positions. And you're like, you know what? We have to have those guys out there. It's, it's hurting our special teams too much. So let's see. Ren uh, Ronald says, good game overall, just disappointing and frustrating injuries. I think that's the, the sentiment, Ronald. You're right. Uh, it, it's a good game for the 49ers. It was good to see the offense, you know, make plays. It was good to see them, you know, put people, put someone away. Um, so hopefully it's, hopefully the injuries end up not being as serious, but like Ronald said earlier, Matt Mayoko said it could be an ACL. Yeah, that's what Kyle was saying as well. So hopefully it's not. Uh, Mr. Corey says Mosley leaving on crutches with a knee brace on. So that is, you never know for sure, but that's not a good sign. Hopefully we don't have to see that, um, but they better get Jason Brett ready. You know what I mean? If, if Mosley's going to be out for the year, better get Jason Brett ready on the outside. And I mean, this is why you have Jason Brett. It's unfortunate we never got, we might never have gotten to see Mosley, Verrett, and Charverius Ward together. It's that's frustrating. Um, but we've seen two young guys play pretty good in the nickel. You know, I mean, Diamond Lenore had a couple times he struggled today, but they have guys who can do it. 
Mr. Corey says that ball floated, LOL, but I love the attempt. Yeah, I mean, he didn't get a lot on that ball, right? He had a little bit of pressure coming. He threw it up. It wasn't the best, but I like him giving it a shot. Alex says Jennings took over the Kittle's absence in the passing game. So Kittle was a big part of the passing game early. That that was the, the idea, get Kittle involved early. And we've kind of seen this transition over the last two weeks. You know, it was last week, it was it was brand new Debo Samuel, and then George Kittle came on in the second half. This week, it was George Kittle early, and then Debo Samuel in the second half. So how defenses play against the 49ers offense will determine exactly who is the focal point of the offense. And knowing that most teams are going to try to take away Debo Samuel early, that's going to be Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle and Jawan Jennings' time to make plays. And I think that's how you have to approach it. Ronald says, if Mosley is gone, hopefully JV will be ready to go and stay healthy. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, that's kind of my sentiment as well. That's is why you have Jason Verrett. That's why you have the potential of, you know, him playing and coming back and and you took a chance on him because this sort of injury and it's unfortunate. Um, but the 49ers do have a lot of depth at the cornerback position. They have some young guys still, but they have a veteran like Jason Verrett that's available. And if Verrett can go out there and play in his 2020 form, the 49ers will be okay. Um, but I was, I mean, I think we're just being selfish that we wanted Jason Verrett to come in and play the nickel as well. Uh, Frank says players to the ice tubs and off to green, off to the Greenbrier. That's right. Uh, they're get, it's going to be all about getting healthy. It's going to be all about getting better at Greenbrier. The 49ers are going to you know be getting ready for Atlanta now, but they get to celebrate a win. Um, anytime you get out of a game and you and you won the game, I think you got to be excited about it. So congratulations to the San Francisco 49ers on a big win. And thanks everyone so much for coming through this game reaction show. I had a lot of time, a lot of a really good time talking to every single one of you getting your perspective on what happened in the football game. I'm looking forward to all the fallout that happens this week. Uh, make sure you guys come through and check out. And thank you, Christina, uh, for the subscription. I really appreciate that. Make sure you guys come through all week for all the content. We're going to be breaking down this game as well. And then also getting into the Atlanta Falcons because it's going to be another big game for the 49ers in this two-game road trip to the East Coast. So, so excited for all of that. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.